Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team. The Reds scored four times on three home runs in the bottom of the seventh inning on Wednesday night, but it wasn't enough as they fell to the Royals 5-4 to four to drop back to two games under 500 at 8-10 and 10 and are now five and a half games behind the Chicago Cubs. Highlights in a bit, but first let's check back in with the two guys who called the game last night, Tommy Thrall and Jeff Brantley. Thanks, Jed. Tough one tonight for the Reds. They were certainly not without opportunities tonight. Uh, there were some bright spots. TJ Antone once again pitched pretty well. Out of the Reds' bullpen, but just didn't want to, didn't see what we wanted to see out of Wade Miley in his start. No, it just didn't seem like he was sharp, uh, and, and you wouldn't expect him to be. Being on the disabled list, trying to throw out of the bullpen, uh, the cutter has got to be on the edges of the plate. Uh, the changeup looked good, but it just didn't seem like he ever could get into a rhythm after covering first. It looked like he turned his ankle, and the Reds uh, went to the bullpen early. But the, the thing that I that I just have the, the problem with is you're walking eight batters. Now, granted, only one of those batters scored. But what you do when you're walking that many batters, that tells me you're pitching behind in the count an extraordinary amount of time. And, and that just allows hitters to be able to sit on fastball. And you're playing a fastball hitting team in the Royals. And they showed it here tonight. They did. The Reds were certainly not without offensive opportunities. A lone bright spot, maybe not the lone bright spot, but a big bright spot continues to be Jesse Winker just squaring up everything, it seems, right now. Yeah, I think you look at the the balls that he hit tonight. Even the out that he made in the fourth inning was a bullet at the second baseman, Nicky Lopez, walked in the first, uh, the big home run to get the four-run seventh started. Single actually stole second base, put the Reds in a position to where a base hit would give them an opportunity to win the ball game. But back-to-back strikeouts looking um, against Sinzel and Freddie Galvis by Stalmont uh, really stifled that. The seventh, eighth, and ninth were the most exciting innings of the ball game as far as the offense is concerned. But the Reds had opportunities early to be able to do some damage. They just weren't able to play any run. 5-4, Royals beat the Reds. The Reds split the series with Kansas City. The Pirates come calling 
tomorrow night. Yet back to you. Now to the highlights. Lefty Wade Miley came off the injured list on Wednesday to make the start for Cincinnati. He had been on the IL with a left groin discomfort since July 31st. So maybe he was just rust from not pitching since July 27th, but Miley was just not sharp in the first inning. Whit Merrifield led off the game with a double and moved to third on the pass ball. After Jorge Soler struck out, Salvador Perez got the first run home. Miley goes to the rosin bag before he goes to work against Salvador Perez, who climbs in, hitting 3-11, three homers, nine RBIs for Perez. Infield in, and the pitch to Perez, grounded to short, backhand pick by Galvis, and he throws it away to the plate. Merrifield will score, and Perez, a wide turn at first, but he'll hang on there as Miley backs up the play at home plate. Galvis was going to his right. He gloved it, but then he threw off balance to home, and his throw was way to the inside of Tucker Barnhart, and Barnhart never had a chance. Miley walked the next battery face and then gave up a base hit to Ryan McBroom. At that point, the Reds had Tyler Malley warming up in the bullpen, but Miley struck out Franco, and then Ryan O'Hearn ended the inning when he grounded out. With Shogo Akiyama at the plate to lead off the bottom of the first, home plate umpire Chris Conroy was hit on the finger and had to leave the game. It turned out to be a fracture, and after a lengthy delay totaling 17 and a half minutes, the game finally resumed. The Reds loaded the bases off Brad Keller, but they failed to score. In the top of the second, Miley got the first two batters out, but then he walked with Merrifield, and at that point, his night was finished. One and two-thirds innings pitched, two hits, one run, two walks, and two strikeouts. Tyler Malley took over on the mound and got the final out of the second inning without a run scoring, but that wasn't the case in the third. Salvador Perez led off and made it 2 nothing. No ball, one strike count. And this one lifted high and deep left center field. Senzel, big time run, but he can't catch that one. It's a home run for Salvador Perez. Right over the 379 side, and it's now 2 nothing Royal. Malley gave up another run on a sacrifice fly in the top of the fourth to make it 3 nothing. In the top of the fifth, Malley loaded the bases with one out, and Ryan O'Hearn got another run home. This ball is hit high in the air, right center field and deep, backing up Sinzel on the warning track near the wall, leaps, and he caught it right at the wall. Tagging at third, Perez, he will score. McBroom also tags and advances to third, while Franco stays put at first, and O'Hearn nearly missed a grand slam, and it was a great catch by Sinzel at the wall to keep it from happening. T.J. Anton replaced Malley and gave up another run in the top of the sixth inning. He walked the leadoff hitter, and then with two outs, Salvador Perez stepped back to the plate. Right-handed pitcher, right-handed hitter. Runner at first, two outs. No balls, two strikes on Perez. Anton comes set and delivers the 0-2 pitch. And Perez swings and drives one to right center field. Hit well, and it's going to bounce and hit off the wall. Senzel will play the carom. Around third, Lopez, he will score. It's an RBI double for Salvador Perez. Perez had quite the night. He was on base four times, had three hits, and he drove in three runs. Meanwhile, the Reds simply could not get anything done against Royal starter Brad Keller. They loaded the bases in the first, put a runner on base in the third, but he was doubled up. They put two on in the fifth, but another double play ended that threat. But Keller was done after six innings. Ian Kennedy replaced Keller in the bottom of the seventh. And Jesse Winker greeted him rudely. And that's the only the second time that Kennedy has had a scoreless ball game against the Reds. 
And it was just one inning, so the Reds are hoping for a little action here. And, oh, there it is. It won't be scoreless because Jesse Winker's just gone deep into the right field bleachers. And Winker continues his torrid streak as of late. Third home run of the year. It's now 5-1. to one. Kennedy then walked Nick Senzel, and that brought shortstop Freddie Galvis to the plate. Galvis choked up on the bat as he waits on Kennedy. Here he comes. High deep fly, right field going back. Dozier, that's gone. Two home runs in the inning, and it's now a 5-3 ball game, and here come the red legs. That was the end of Kennedy's night. Scott Barlow replaced him, and the first batter he faced was pinch hitter Josh Van Meter, who was still looking for his first hit of the season, and boy, did he get it in a big way. 2-2 pitch. Hammered high and deep to right field, and that's gone. Three home runs in the inning. Josh Van Meter's first hit of the year is a long, far one. 5-4 in this ball game now. Amir Garrett came on to pitch the eighth inning for Cincinnati. With one out, he walked Nicky Lopez, but then got a big defensive play. 3-0, grounded sharply to third. Backhand pick Suarez to second one, around to first. Inning, ending, double play. 5-4-3, and we head to the bottom of the eighth. In the bottom of the eighth, Joey Votto led off by drawing a walk off Josh Stumont. Travis Jankowski went in the pinch run. Good move there because after Suarez struck out, Jesse Winker singled up the middle and the speedy Jankowski ended up on third. With Nick Senzel at the plate, Winker stole second base. Senzel was then caught looking at a third strike. So second and third and two outs, and Freddie Galvis also took a third strike, and that was the end of the threat. In the bottom of the ninth, Josh Van Meter led off with a walk against Trevor Rosenthal. Tucker Barnhart then bunt it into a force play. Shogo Akiyama walk, so first and second with one out. Nick Castellanos drew a walk, so bases are loaded with one out. Joey Votto, of course, was lifted for the pinch runner in the eighth inning, so when his turn came around in the batting order in the bottom of the ninth, it was Christian Colon at the plate and he couldn't get the job done. The 1-2 pitch. Breaking ball, ground ball left side. Gloved by the third baseman. Franco to second one, around to first, double play, and that's the ball game. Trevor Rosenthal and the Royals hang on to win it 5-4. Christian Colon grounding into a game-ending double play with the bases loaded. And the Royals win it 5-4. Reds fall. Totals look like this. For Kansas City, five runs on five hits, no errors, nine left on base. Cincinnati, four runs, six hits, no errors. They stranded eight. Keller, the winner, 2-0. Miley takes the loss. He is 0-2. Rosenthal picked up his fourth save. Home runs in the game. Perez for Kansas City, number four. For Cincinnati, Winker, number three. Galvis, number three. And Van Meter, number one. Time of the game, three hours and 40 minutes. With more on the loss, let's hear what David Bell had to say after the game. David, just how tough is it to have kind of those opportunities in the eighth and ninth and kind of things set up for you guys and just doesn't pan out today? Yeah, yeah, it is. It, it, it's tough. I mean, our team is competing, doing everything we can to win and to have opportunities like that. And, uh, you know, first of all, you know, to fight back like that and give ourselves the opportunities, um, we got to just keep doing that. Um that's all you can ask for. And, uh, you know, we, we continue to get those opportunities. We get runners on base. We come back like that. 
good things are going to happen, and um, that's that's the way we're going to look at it. We have nothing we can do about that when we look at um, the positives and uh, the great job by our pitching to keep the game right there, give us a chance to win, and then um, we battle back, give ourselves a chance, and uh, weren't able to get it done. What goes into the decision to use Jankowski there in the eighth, knowing that maybe that spot can still come back up? We're at that point in the game, we're doing absolutely everything we can do to tie the game. You know, eighth inning, um, middle of our lineup, their closers in the next inning. Obviously, if we don't get it done that inning, um, we believe we still have a chance, but in the eighth inning, we want to do everything in our power to uh, to tie the game first. That's our first priority, um, you know. And um, obviously, it didn't didn't work out. But uh, you know, that, that's the way we're going to approach it. Really, any time. And, and it's not easy taking Joey's bat out of the game. Don't get me wrong. I mean, we want him up there in every situation. Um, but the situation of the game, we, we have to do everything we can to try to tie it right there. First first things first. Thursday afternoon, the Reds take on the Pittsburgh Pirates. They're in town for four games this weekend. In game one, it's right-hander Anthony DeSclafani going against right-hander Trevor Williams. DeSclafani is 1-0, Williams 0-3 with a 3.52 ERA. We'll be on the air with the pregame show at 440, and first pitch is at 510. Again, the final score from Great American Ballpark on Wednesday night. Kansas City 5, Cincinnati 4, and I'm Dave Armbruster with your Reds Radio Recap. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.